them in Jesus' name. Bring provision for their families and for their congregations. Uh, Father, we thank you in this time, uh, as things begin to open back up, that you begin to pour out without measure your blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, happy Father's Day. I, I, I didn't ask Kirk to prepare a message because he's usually gone on Father's Day, but the, uh, on Star Rock is closed today, so he couldn't go on his motorcycle trip. <laughs> Hallelujah. In fact, he didn't even know it was Father's Day this morning. Is it today Father's Day? It's not today? It's next Sunday. But you look great, Oh, thanks. I'm thinking it's Father's I thought Father's Day was the second Sunday in, in the month. The 21st. The 21st. Y'all just sip us around in here every day. We don't care. Twice. Next Sunday, too. Oh, next two. Sunday, too. Y'all just shift us around and push us to the curb and everything. That's okay. Praise God. Well, welcome you here this morning. Amen. Thank you for coming this morning. I'm going to start in Matthew 24 because this is where we, uh, this is, uh, Jesus made this statement, and we're living in this time when he made this statement. Matthew 24, 3 and 5 says, when he was seated at the Mount of Olives, the disciples came privately and said, tell us, when will this take place? What will be the sign of your coming and the end or the completion or the consummation of this age, this era, this age? And Jesus answered, be careful that no one misleads you. The King James says, be careful that no one deceives, that men don't deceive you. Deception. Uh, uh, men uh, that mislead you, deceiving you and leading you into error. For many will come on the strength of my name, appropriately appropriating the name which belongs to me, saying I'm the Christ, the Messiah, and they will lead men astray. But the one key is about the deceiving. Men will deceive you. And we're seeing so much deception. So much lies that are being perpetrated. So many things are, are, are just in the mix that men are deceiving you. We're finding out that a lot of stuff that's been on the mainstream news has not been the truth. We're going to look at some of the how they suppress the truth. And men deceive you. Uh, people came out to march against the death of George Floyd. And all of a sudden, here comes Antifa and all kind of groups coming out to bring their agendas in the midst of, 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 of something to deceive you. And men, uh, 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 you're seeing people. Uh, I, when I when I saw that, I said I saw the uh, the, the the Democrats uh, taking a knee and and, and 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 acting like they're really 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 concerned about the depth of this man. And they have that 40, 50 years to make changes that they never made changes for for discrimination. And then you see the deception. Uh, that is taking place, and people say anything or deceive you uh, uh, to suppress uh, what their, their, their power and their authority. So the first thing Jesus said at the end times is that men will deceive you. So we got to learn how to think. My wife, uh, when she gets on Facebook, she says, this says this and this. Says. I said, don't believe half that stuff. You got to go and fact check, yeah. and you got to go dig, you got to go look and see uh, some of the stuff that people are posting on it, because that stuff, half that stuff is... It's crazy. And so you got to not get bound up with man's deception, but you got to learn how to hear from the word of the Lord and hear from the Lord. In Ephesians 6, the Lord said, uh, 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 put on the whole armor of God that you'll be able to stand against the methods or the plans of the devil. Yes. And for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So I don't look at these marches and stuff. I'm looking at flesh. I'm looking at youth. 
uh, that a lot of them are not saved, but I'm looking at Christians in the midst of them, and I'm looking at a lot of things, and I, I stand back and I look and I say, okay, Lord, I see what you're doing. You're going to use the youth to stir up the pot, and then you're going to come in and pour out your spirit on all of this mess that's going on in the midst of that. So uh, uh, you got to have, have wisdom uh, because we're, 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 we're fighting against principalities, against powers, against the rules of darkness of this world. So this last six months has been like, hey, the coronavirus, oh, you're going to die from this. And then you come to find out, oh, wait a minute. They put sick people in the room with coronavirus with the healthy people and kill off the healthy people. You know, they wanted to have euthanasia years ago. They were trying to come up with a way to, so that we can euthanize the elderly and, and get rid of them. So they said, well, let's stick them all in the room with the coronavirus and we can wipe out a whole bunch of them. There are wicked people in high places that have plans for you and me. Amen? There are people in the House of Representatives say, well, old people just need to go ahead and die and leave it to us younger folks. You know? It's wickedness all over. And in fact, Jesus said, pray that they deliver us from evil. Pray that the Lord deliver us. He said, so take the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand and withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand. So he said, know the methods, the wiles, the, the traveling over, the trickery of the enemy. Because there's a lot of tricks and, and, and that lie in wait. The enemy lies in wait for us. In, in uh, Habakkuk 1, if you go to Habakkuk 1, the first couple of verses talks about God said, I'm going to shake the nations once again. I'm going to, like, take, you know how you take the, the, you put peanuts in the Pepsi bottle? And, uh-huh. Well, God, that's what God is doing. He's shaking everything that can be shaken. Matthew 14, 28, uh, uh, Peter uh, answered, uh, Jesus was walking on the water and they were in the boat. And uh, Peter said, command me to come. If it's you, command me to come to you. And Jesus said, come. So Peter got out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. And when he perceived and felt the strong wind, he was frightened. And as he began to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me from death. Instantly, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, Oh, ye of little faith, why did you doubt? And uh, I was kind of not grieved, but kind of hurt in my spirit uh, earlier when the coronavirus came out and, and, and all the Christians ran from the corona. Oh, they say I got to stay in the house. I'm staying in the house because the law said, and they got on Facebook and said, you better follow the law. You better do that. And I'm listening to the Lord. I said, Lord, what happened to their faith? When storms come, you just can't... Fall all out. Oh, I'm going to die. Corona going to kill me. It can't kill you unless Jesus let it. Don't you know you're bought with a price that you can't die because you want to die? You can't die because the devil want to kill you? Jesus has the keys to death and hell. You can't get into heaven without Jesus. You can't die without him. His permission. And so we don't worry about the coronavirus, but the Lord said, that's okay. That's okay. I'm going to increase their faith because your faith level. See, we talk about faith. But when it comes time to operate in that thing, we, caught up, we get kind of scared and haunted. That fear grips us. You cannot have fear. fear. Peter got out of the boat by faith, but then when the corona came, he, he began to sink. Amen? Faith. You want to you you meet a faith man? He's sitting right back there. 
This man has been through hell and high water. He's been through cancers. He's been through skin cancers. He's been through chemos. He's been through that. Then he goes through the coronavirus and he's still back there smiling at the devil coming up with ideas and things that God has. That's faith. That is faith. And so there's a shaking going on and the turbulence has been in the, uh, 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 in the waters have been turbulent and, tur- and, and it's been the wind. Uh, uh, we, we received a strong wind uh, 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 of, of the coronavirus begin to blow and the whole earth shut down. This fear took hold of us. And Jesus said, why, don't, why, you have no, why you doubt? Don't doubt me. Even when he was in the ship with him and the, and the winds were blowing and, 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 and they were all upset and, and Jesus was sleeping in the back of the boat. They forgot that Jesus was in the boat. He said, and Jesus did two things. He spoke to, two, he spoke to the wind, which is the outside force or the principalities of powers that are causing, creating the mess. And then he spoke to the waves, be at peace. Yes. And so the winds are blowing and God is saying, body of Christ, be at peace. Yes. The storm is going to be over sooner or later. But it's, it's, it's exciting. I don't know if you're excited, but I'm, I, I am excited. It is like in the book of Acts. It is like the book of Exodus uh, uh, coming to life right now. Let my people go. Let plagues coming. And, 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 and now they're saying, we're tired of this discrimination. Everybody's rising. It wasn't just the black folks rising. It was white folks, Spanish folks, Puerto Rican. Yeah. Everybody said, we're sick of this discrimination. We're yeah. sick of this racism. Yeah. You do, do you understand that when... Uh, uh, the racism really began at the Tower of Babel. If you go back and you begin to read, I was reading and looking at that, and it says that they were all in one voice, they were all in unity, all one. And God said, let me go down and see where they're going. And Nimrod said, we're going to go up to heaven, we're going to be like God, we're going to take over. And God said, let me confuse them and let me change their language. And the Bible says in that point that now they became nations, different groups. Because they, 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 racism came because nobody can understand each other. You spoke one language, I spoke one language, we couldn't talk, so everybody went their, went their own way. And this began, in fact, uh, uh, I think it's Methuselah's son, he named one of his sons at that time Peleg. Peleg. Peleg means divided. The earth was divided. Babylon means division. Babylon means confusion. The Tower of Babel means confusion or confusion. So we're, we're, we're shaking God, shaking Babylon, America. He's been shaking us for the last six months. He's shaking Babylon, and there's a lot of confusion. A lot of, oh, what is, uh, kill this one, shoot this one, uh, send the soldiers. Just, just do something, do something. We're still going to march. We're going to break windows, and we're going to do all. It's just confusion everywhere. But God's going to speak peace to this nation. God is shaking it up to deal, to deal with it. He said, I let my people go. It's time for discrimination to die. It's time for it to be buried. It's time for it to be let go. Let uh, uh, be through with that spirit, that principality that's been sitting and resting. And not only in America, but other nations are cheering. They're cheering for America. They're cheering. I hope y'all kill this racism because we got it in our country too. And as America goes, so goes the world. We, we're, we're, they're praying. Pastors, I'm looking at pastors praying for America. Yeah. Praying for us. Yeah. We've been praying for everybody else. Now they're praying for us. Yeah. 
Hallelujah. God is doing something in the earth. Amen. We're all one. We're all coming together in unity. And as I said, when God, when God sees unity, he commands the blessing begin to be poured out in the earth. So we're going to begin to see the blessings. Now, deceivers overstep their assignment of power and they try to grab your authority and take your power. Genesis 37, 31 says, Then they took Joseph, distinctive long garment, killed the young goat, dipped the garment in blood, and they sent the garment to their father saying, We have found this. Examine and decide whether it's your son's tunic or not. No, they said your son's tunic. They said not our brother's tunic. They said your son. So there was all kind of war going on in their family. And he said, my son's long garment, an evil wild beast has devoured him. Joseph is without doubt rent in pieces. And Jacob tore his clothes, put on sackcloth, mourned many days for his son. And so they deceived him. His own sons deceived the father with a deception saying that Making them believe that Joseph was dead. And right now there's a lot of people deceiving us or trying to deceive you or say, or, or, or the politicians are saying, yeah, we're going to vote, we're going to pass this law, we're going to pass this law, we're going to do this and do that. Uh, not everywhere. They can do it in the Senate. And they can do it in the House of Representatives. But when it comes down to your neighborhood, when it comes down to our city police department, when it comes down to our city area, that's where we're going to have a problem at. That's where the issues are. And for years, for 30 years, I've been saying, Christians got to get involved in politics. Christians got to become activists. Christians got to become knowing what's going on in, 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 in the local government because they're passing laws and rules that are unjust, and we have to get in there to change it. So we got to change the rules. We got to change the law. And, and, and these politicians will promise you everything and give you nothing. Oh, they know how to drag it on for years. Oh, they know how to go debate it and debate. It's time out for debating a lot of stuff. God said, I want my people free. The spirit of Pharaoh is being destroyed in the earth. So deceivers speak what you want to hear out of your carnal nature and your soul discernment. That's why we have to hear the voice of the Lord in this hour to know what he is saying about the situation. Because we can go, if I, like I said before, if I post something, I'll just stop doing it. I don't, I don't post nothing about Republican. I don't post nothing about Democrat. Because if you say anything, somebody's going to fight you. Yeah. Somebody's going to fight you. You ain't supposed to have no opinion. You can't have an opinion. They'll put you down, and that's the work of the enemy, is to stop you from saying something. But God said this year, cry loud and spare not. Amen. Every believer in here should have an opinion about something. I mean, or, or a word about something or believe in something that is, that is dear to your heart and you need to speak up about it. You hear, but you don't believe. They had faith, but they didn't believe. They doubted God. The fear of Corona, the Bible says the fear of man is a snare. We see the, the, they got the team on TV and they said, oh, thousands are going to die. And I kept saying, no, they ain't. But they say, oh, 100,000, 50,000 are going to die. Oh, and it's going to come back a second time. I said, no, it ain't. We can rebuke and refute the word of the enemy. Amen? Amen? Jesus was walking with his disciples in Matthew 21, 20. And he said when the disciples, he walked by the fig tree, and he, he went to get some figs, and it looked like it was supposed to have fruit on it, and there was no fruit on it. So he said, this day no fruit shall be upon you. And they walked back the next day, and when Jesus' disciples saw it, they marveled greatly as, how is it that the fig tree has withered away all at once? And Jesus said then, truly I say to you, 
If you have faith, a firm, relying trust, and don't doubt, you will not only do what has been done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain of corona, or this mountain of cancer, or this mountain of heart attack, be taken and cast in the sea, it shall be done. It, it, it's going to be done. Don't even doubt it. I speak it out because the creative power of God is in my mouth. And I'm speaking what Jesus speaks. And he said he'll back up if I believe what I say when I pray. And so whatever you ask in prayer, having faith and really believing it, you will receive it. So you already got your house. You already got your place. You already got your patent. You already got your promotion. Speak it and don't doubt it. The angels got to go get it. You speak it and the Lord said, angels go do what they say do. Release it. They said it. Release it. They're heirs of salvation. Go do for them. You're ministering spirits. Go minister to them. In this hour, there are deceivers. And we've seen now. We've seen the governors. Certain governors. We've seen certain mayors. Stealing and usurping authority over the people. Then it took, what, eight blocks in California now, in Sacramento. Then it took eight blocks, people that own businesses, own houses, they just took them. So you can't operate until we get through having our, our, our thing. And the mayor is with it, and the governor's with it. It's anarchy. It's a spirit that, is, that has been entrenched in that region, and the principality has to be dealt with. It's a principality that is, is, is influencing his mayor, influencing the people, and, and, and they're not sharing everything that they're showing on TV. They're not sharing. I mean, they're out there at night with guns. They don't want the police in there, but they got guns knocking each other upside the head. Yeah. They're out there raping the women in that six-block area, and the police can't come in. This is the enemy bringing deception to the nation. This is here. This, here's the deception. The deception is this is a trial run. The whole corona thing and all of this is a trial yep. run. Yep. They're going to release something else. Yep. Something else is coming down the pike. I told you in, in the, by the winter time, get ready for something else the enemy is going to try to release. Yep. But God still got us. Amen. We're still covered in the blood. And, and, and don't you run out of here if I haven't anointed you with oil. I've been anointing everybody on Sunday with oil. Lord said, anoint everybody again with the oil of fire for this next six months. So I, I, I need to anoint you again. Amen. Because... Uh, Something else is coming, but you're going to stand. Amen. You're going to stand. You're going to be okay. Amen. I see the end of this thing. You're going to be okay. You're going to come out of this. Amen. Right. I'm not preaching no funeral. I ain't got time for your funeral. You have to wait. <laughs> Amen. Y'all got to wait. You got to wait. You can't, you can't die right now. Amen. I, I don't feel like doing funerals. Hallelujah. So there shall be no funerals at New Heart Worship Center. Hallelujah for a while. Amen. Mark 13, 10 says, and the gospel has to be preached first to all the nations. And we're seeing that it's on YouTube now. You can get the gospel anywhere. Amen. If you go to the huts of Africa. They got an antenna on the hut. Amen. They got a cell phone. They got apple. They got a Burberry or Blackberry or something. And they can get the gospel. But when, but, but, but when you, they shall leave you, deliver you up, take no thought beforehand what you shall speak. Neither do you premeditate. But whatsoever shall be given you. In that hour that you speak. For it is not you that speak, but the Holy Ghost. We had pastors, got, they tried to arrest some pastors uh, because they had service. They wanted to arrest them and, and, and shut them down. 
and, and fine pastors. Uh, they told people's cars. They blocked doors. They tried to do all kind of stuff to keep you from praising God, keep you from worshiping God, because there's power in the corporate anointing. There's power when we come together and pray. There's power when you go in on those prayer walks. There's power being released. He said, but we can separate those Christians for a little while. We can insert our tears into the nation and begin to destroy it from the inside out. So there's certain things, there's certain spirits, there's certain things the devil does. He doesn't want to kill you, but he wants to plant a seed in you. You become a host for his demons to manifest later on down the road, down the line. Certain, uh, there are certain bugs and certain spiders, they don't kill the prey, they put their eggs in them yeah. and, 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 and send the thing on it and the eggs hatch and they eat the, whatever the prey up. That's how the devil does. He said, now brother shall betray brother unto death. That certain mayors and governors, if you see somebody without a mask on, call. Tell them. We'll give you $50. That's what the Nazis did. They, they told me, yeah. y'all see a Jew out there, y'all tell them, we, we're going to pay y'all. Father and the son, children shall rise up against their parents. We're seeing that. <laughs> they out there in the street. And shall cause them to be put to death. And you shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. Now this is a sign of the troubling times, a faithful troubling times. But he that endures to the end, the same shall be saved. And so I've endeavored over these, these years to, to lay a foundation in the believers that when you see these days coming, I know you're going to stand. I don't have to get on the phone and call you and see how you're doing. I already know you're doing good. Amen. I already know the foundation is in you, and I know the word is in you. I don't know you're going to stand strong in the liberty where God has set you free. Now, there's seven steps where the enemy uses, or principalities or powers uses, even in the individual. But I want to put this, apply this to a nation, or to a neighborhood, or to a city. The first step is regression. Regression means reversion of behavior patterns. Reversion of the earlier behavior patterns to go backward. Let's open up the bars and the marijuana shops, but let's close the church. Let's close the barbershop, put the lady in jail, but let's, uh, uh, let's have, uh, go to Walmart and everybody can walk around. Peter, 2 Peter 2.22 says, But it happened unto them according to a true purpose. The dog is turned to his own vomit again. And the sow that was washed to her own wallery mire. And Jesus said, don't cast your pearls before swine. Now, truth be told you, when I saw that picture of, of them with the, with the, the kitty on their neck, down on their neck, I said, somebody threw their pearls before some swine. Because them politicians have been in there for 40, 50 years, and they ain't cared no about nobody color. They care about the color of money and how I can get all of yours and keep all of mine. Millionaires running our nation, stealing from the people. The second step that the enemy does, comes in with, and we can see it, is to restrain, to squeeze. That's, that's repression. I'm going to repress you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to strain you. I'm going to squeeze you. I'm going to prevent natural expression. How dare you come up and protest? We're going to mace you. We're going to hit you with a billy club. We're going to knock you down. You can't protest. Stand in that line. You cross that line, so I'm going to hit you. To keep down, to hold back, deception is the inconsistency in policies. Mm -hmm. 
And you've seen him. You, the, the, one, the one white guy, he did the same crime as the black guy did. He got two years, and the other black guy got 26 years. So there's some inconsistencies in the policies. That's, that's repression. That's the push down to prevent natural expression. They, they, they got to have to learn. Their, their, in the black community, there's a natural expression. We talk different from Cubano or, or Puerto Rican or Mexican. Everybody's got their own way of talking. You know, They got their own flavor. Even in Nigeria, when I went to Nigeria, they had their own way of talking. I was in the car, the first time I went down to Nigeria, I was in the car, they were taking me to a city, and the traffic jam was there, and the policeman and the guy got out of the car, and the policeman had a Uzi on his side. And the guy was in his face, they were just arguing. And I said, man, they ain't got no fear of nothing. I said, and I looked over there, and there's somebody else over there was fighting and arguing over there, and they were fighting. And and I say, well, what is going on? He said, that's the way we are. We express ourselves by right. selling wolf cookies to each other. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and so I'm saying that if they're going to make the changes even in the, in the ghetto where I came from, we had expressions. We, we have attitudes when, when, you, when we talk. And, and you've got to understand that attitude ain't to, ain't to fight you. It's just that's the, our attitude. That's the way we talk. But a white policeman come in and say, oh, you got an attitude. You disrespected me. No, that's just the way we talk. You got to understand the lingo. Amen. So when I go overseas, I don't try to go in and try to tell them what to do. I come and try to figure how y'all doing this stuff. Let me see what, how y'all do it first before I open up my big mouth and put my foot in it. Amen. So the, the enemy comes to repress the people, to squeeze, to prevent natural expression. Everybody stay in your house. We'll give you a check. Don't you dare come out of your house. You're going to spread a, the virus. The virus didn't come in your house. Unless you change your filter in your house, I don't know. <laughs> well, you got to wear a mask outside. If I got to wear a mask outside, then we all doomed because the whole earth is polluted. You're going to get the corona like you get the flu or like you get the cold. You already got the corona because you already had the flu. So they won't stick no thing down my nose. Amen. Did they stick it down your nose and gag you? I, I, I took it. I said, I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> oh my God. Take the thing and jam it out. Of, you're trying to plunge up your nostrils. These <laughs> folks are nuts. And so there's a repression. Paul had to deal with that. He had to deal with, uh, he said, Anna, uh, in 2 Timothy 4, 14, he said, Alexander the Coppers did me much evil. The Lord rewarded him according to his works, of whom you are also aware and had greatly withstood our words. So Paul was preaching, and Alexander was a, was a coppersmith, and they were making the temple of the little shrines of Diana, the silver shrines of Diana. And the Bible says that when he started preaching, that people stopped buying those shrines, and, and the union, the union got upset because you know the union people came together. And he said, hey, you're messing with our money now. And they had a little Paul out of a window in a basket because they're gonna kill him. They said there was so much confusion in the city that they all ran to the theater. They grabbed a couple of Christians and said, we're going to beat the tar out of you. And then they said, if this is God, if it ain't God, it ain't going to happen. So the, the guy gave them calm. But we're seeing police unions protecting the evil cops. The policies have been in place that whenever a policeman does something, the union jumps up. Just like on your job. If you did something on your job, you call a union steward. Amen. And then my wife was, when you're union steward. Yep, she was union steward. You were 
I was a union buster. I was in management. We bust y'all. Amen. <laughs> Amen. But we're seeing, we're seeing the repression of the people because they're protecting people in there that don't have no skills, haven't been to school. You had to go to school a long time, didn't you? To get your to work for social psychology and all that. She had to go to school a long time just to talk about people, behavior patterns and stuff. And these folks, they come off the back of a bus or they come out of the army and they have no training and you stick them into a neighborhood and say, you be a policeman, we'll give you a gun and you can hit upside somebody's head. Anything you want to do, we're going to back you up. Amen? We're going to lock them up. Put handcuffs on you. They killed the man, what, yesterday or Friday night in Atlanta? Because yeah. sleeping in the car? That could have been me when I, before I was saved because I slept in my car quite a few times from drinking. Yeah. He was just sleeping in the car. They wound up dead. How do you wind up dead for sleeping in a car? It would have been a thing if it was out on the highway trying to kill somebody. No training. These people don't have any training. And so they're out trying to enforce laws on people that they don't know how to uh, have any mercy. They need to be spirit-filled. We need some spirit-filled policemen. We need the Holy Ghost. Lord, part your spirit on the police departments, on these policemen. Lord, that they will have a, a, a mind uh, to have, that they're serving the community. Policemen should be serving the community like a pastor serves this congregation. The third step that Henry comes, after he represses you, then he's trying to bring suppression to keep under. Because suppression means to keep under, to keep back, to conceal. To conceal an exclusion of desire and feeling. To abnormally squeeze down. To suppress means to suppress information. Suppress the right information so you can make the right decision and the right choice. They suppress it. It represents a step toward deterioration of emotions. When you suppress, your emotions begin to deteriorate. Uh, you can't go out. Uh, uh, and, and now you can't go out. Now you, you got the corona. And now, uh, but the bars are open. The liquor store is open. So go get you some liquor. And then you get drunk. And then go beat your wife. Beat your children. Get mad because you don't have any money to buy the food. And, and, and you got to go stand in the, in the line. And they don't even stand in line anymore. They drive their cars now to the uh, food pantry to get their, <laughs> to get their out, out, uh, out food that they needed. And so you repress and, and, and destroys your completeness of personal happiness. So we will suppress you. And now we got people saying, well, seeing how we got 48 million people off, let's give them some money. And let's keep them off for a whole year. So they're not motivated to do nothing. Can you imagine that? You already got the kids on the PlayStation. Now you got the adults and then took over. Move over. <laughs> The dust on the PlayStation now. It can't go nowhere. Psalm 64, verse 2 says, Hide me from the secret counsel of the wicked, from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity, who wet their tongues like a sword and bend their bows to shoot their arrows, even bitter words. Notice that he says, Bend their bows to shoot their arrows, even bitter words. So, arrows in the Bible are words. We shoot our words. Words have power. They're like, arrows that go out. And so the wicked use words of fear and of intimidation and of woe and doom to keep us in control. And so the first four or five months of this year, uh, they said it's going to be a, uh, what do you call it? A, not a re uh, uh, recession. 
They've been pushing so hard for that. Oh, we're going to receive, we're going to receive. And Trump's got a plan. They don't understand that the man, <laughs> the man was a businessman. He knew the operation of the banking industry. He has taken over the banking industry. He's completely taken over. He knows the operation. What they would do in the old before is they would cause a war. And because they cause a war, then they, they can raise the interest rates for the stock market and charge higher. But now there's no war, so they can't raise the interest rates. So now we're at a zero interest rate right now. Zero. They don't say, wow, because if it keeps going, it's going to go to a negative. And when it goes to a negative, whatever money you got in the bank, you got to pay the bank to keep the money. Oh, wow. I mean, they're already gouging you now for fees and, and stuff like that. But you won't be getting the interest rate. Millionaires and billionaires are going to have to pay the bank to hold the money in the bank because there's no interest rate. It's negative. It's a whole plan of the principalities and powers of darkness. The system, the world system is designed by Satan and man's creativity. God's kingdom is seed time and harvest. God's going to bring his system into the earth. So they say in, they, they may shoot in secret at the perfect. Suddenly they do shoot at him and fear not. They encourage themselves in the evil matter. They commune laying uh, snares privily saying, who shall see me? But now God is letting us see what they're doing. We are seeing the wicked in their plots and their schemes and their plans that they have for humanity. When people started crying and, and showing pictures of, of, of 10,000 coffins that they had hidden down, in, down south in Walmarts and stuff because they were planning on killing a bunch of folks. They had 10,000 guillotines that they had ordered, uh, that's been, that was ordered, and uh, that they had pictures of uh, that they were going to cut off the heads of the Christian. All of this is planning for the end time for the new world order. You Christians will be persecuted. Me, I'm going to heaven. But y'all stay here if you want and, and, and deal with these folks, but I'm going to heaven. Suppression. Suppression is an artificial thing that comes from the outside to suppress you. The Bible is an expression of openness. Genesis 31, 7. And your father hath deceived me, changed my wages ten times, God suffered him not to hurt me. Remember that was Jacob. He was deceived first when he thought he was going to get Rachel. They got him drunk. And then they brought Leah in the room. And he woke up with cock-eyed Leah, cross-eyed Leah in the morning. <laughs> he said, what is this? <laughs> she ain't the one. Hallelujah. And then he had to work another seven years. But then all that time, his, his father-in-law changed his wages ten times. His father-in-law was so slick that he finally said, well, give me all. You so cheap. Give me all the spotted sheep. And you take all the black sheep and the white sheep. Give me this. I'll take the spotted. And God gave him a wisdom. God said, take a branch and put it by the water. And when they come, they will mate. And then he wanted with all the, spot, all, the, all the spotted sheep. He became rich from his father-in-law. God always has the plan to get over the deception of the enemy. When somebody's trying to deceive you and take your position, God's got a plan for you. Amen? I said the deception was they put the, they put the corona patients in the nursing homes. They put the corona patients in, in, on the floors where people had heart attacks, had strokes, and then they take the numbers and look at all these people died of corona. Yeah. Amen? Oh. If you died of a stroke, you died of corona. Yeah. If you died of, of diabetes, you died of corona. Yeah. Everything was, the numbers were, 
to show how insidious and how ingrained these principalities have taken years to get into our systems, uh, economic system, healthcare system, education system, uh, Hollywood system, uh, uh, all of this uh, movies and yeah. I just heard yesterday the uh, uh, the first time I heard it said that Disney's are gonna be not gonna be doing any more uh, uh, shooting movies or or, or or sex scenes. Somebody said, oh, somebody, someone in Hollywood would say they're not going to put any more bad scenes in the movies anymore or something like that. Sooner or later, the thing's got to turn around in our nation. These prayers are effective that we've been praying. The wicked lie in, the wicked watch the righteous and seeketh to slay him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand nor condemn him when he is judged. Wait on the Lord. Keep his way. He shall exalt thee inherit, to the inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, you shall see it. So just stand back and watch a little bit what's going to happen these next few months. Now, there's going to be turmoil all the way up through the election. There's going to be explosions and all kind of things going on. Just be still and know that he's the Lord. Watch God move by his spirit over the earth and what's going He's causing these things to come up to the surface to deal with them. Amen? Sometimes when you have a pimple, you got to bust it. But first thing you got to do, you got to get that blackhead out. If you don't, it'll come back even bigger. Yep. So you got to get the pimples out. So the pimples are busting, y'all. Amen? Amen? <laughs> America's pimples are busting. Amen? We got pimples all over. What's that, what's that lady they call it? A pimple buster? The bubble pimple lady. They got, that's how that's how America looks. Just got ooze stuff oozing out all. The Bible says the the, uh, the 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 earth is vomiting out its inhabitants. Satan will try to crush your spirit by having people you thought were friends attack you and betray you. That's why you got if you if I post anything on Facebook, I normally don't answer the people that respond. I don't because I ain't gonna argue with them. Because a lot of them, I post something and they take it a whole different manner. Or they put their own post under my post with a, yeah, but. Yeah, this, what you said is true, but. Anytime you put but in something, it means that the first part is you wiped away. Yeah. <laughs> and so when somebody says, yeah, I hear you, but. Well, you didn't hear me. Because you just erased what you, what you just said. You put a but in there, so that means you didn't want to hear me. Yeah. A malicious man disguises himself with his lips. But in his heart, he harbors deceit. Have you noticed that those that have been exposed with racism, how angry they get? I mean, you just see the anger. Mad. That spirit does not like to be confronted. It does not like to be strong. The man got so angry, he said, I'm not going to drive a race car, no, no race car any longer because they take the Confederate flag down. That is anger. That, something is wrong in his heart. Amen? That that anger comes up out of people's heart, that spirit. And so you don't get mad at the person, you get mad at the spirit. It's a spirit in the person. Racism is a spirit. It's a learned thing that is learned and taught by parents and by generations. It's something that is learned. And, and the only way, as I said, the only way to deal with racism is to love the hell out of them. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Just love them. Love them. Men stop me, the priest men stop me and try to get me, uh, try to intimidate me. And I say, I'm praying for you. And it just calmed him down, just like that. Just calmed him down, just like that. Though his speech is charming, don't believe him. For seven abominations in his heart. 
his malice may be concealed by deception. And so back at the beginning, in the end times, the troubling times, see that men don't deceive you. That's it. You're looking at a house, you better look real close. Because they'll put some paint over stuff that, it, that that's rotten. They won't tell you they got termites. They won't tell you all of this stuff, you know. And I go looking at a house, anything over 1950, or 1900, or 1970, I don't even fool with. You got to go at least 2000 now yeah. to, to, to even want to have something halfway decent. Amen. Now, some people take care of fixing old houses, but all those old houses got little small rooms. Yeah. And, it's, and the depression and the suppression on people, uh, the, it comes into depression. Depression is there's a broken spirit. The devil takes advantage of people in the state of mind and moves into conflict and confusions that would destroy their happiness, their home, their business. Yeah. We went and looked at a house the other day. Uh, I guess the lady, she must be on uh, foreclosure or whatever. She had two cats. She was sitting in the front living room. Right when you walk through the door, she didn't move. She didn't, she was, they were showing the house now. She said, I work from home. Her son was sitting next to her. The house was not clean. It wasn't like she was, I don't care whether y'all take it or not. The carpet was tore and stuff like that. And you want $200,000 for a piece of junk. Uh -huh. no. And so we walked through and walked out. Yeah. I was getting ready to go through the front door and I looked down and the stoop had dropped three inches because there was water damage under the front cement. All of this stuff you got to look at, the deception of the enemy, he would try to mask over things. We went and looked at one house at two garage doors. But when we look real closely, one garage door didn't even have an opener on it and didn't have a lock on it. But somebody wanted to sell the house for $200,000. Yeah. And I'm supposed to buy it. Went to another house, looked in the garage, and had a, had a garage door, the garage door open. Didn't even have a garage door opener. And the whole floor had split in two. Oh, yeah. Like water had pushed up the cement. Two car garage. And somebody wanted $200,000 for you to buy that, to fix that. Then I started looking at the sidewalk. Why is the sidewalk slanted that way? That means water is running into the foundation. All of these, you see, women look at the, they'll look at the pit cabinets. They'll look at the, how pretty the paint is. They'll look at how the house is. I'm looking at dollar signs. I'm looking at stuff that I'm going to have to fix, that I'm going to have to uh, pour money into. I better get it inspected. You better find out what's going on in there. So every house you go into, you, they need carpet. Okay, that's $5,000 you're going to spend. They need cabinets. That's another ten, fifteen thousand dollars you got to spend. They need, you know, you need all. You start looking at these numbers. And why waste my time? That's right. That's right. So I'm believing God that He's gonna give me houses I didn't build, or He's gonna build me a house like I did last time. Amen. Get what I want. So, Psalm 34:18 says, "Oh, I gotta wrap this up." The Lord is close to the broken heart and saves those of a crushed spirit. When you're depressed, your spirit is crushed. Depression is a, some people say, well, clinical depression. Sometimes depression is a choice. You choose. You can choose the joy of the Lord to be your strength, or you can choose to sit there and wander and wallow about your problems, uh, uh, how bad it is for you. What is in your heart comes out of your mouth. The wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but reverses is the breach of the spirit. So we got to learn, teach people how to speak the word and come out of depression. Depression, a merry heart, do of good like a medicine. Put on some three stooges and laugh a little while. Amen? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but a broken spirit drives the bones. Traditions can produce depression. 
People wear black to mourn the loss of the Some people, you see, they wear black every day. They don't have no colors in their closet whatsoever. You go to England, they don't have any colors in England. They wear black all the time. Because somebody bought, told you that lie that black says makes you look thin. That lie. <laughs> Hallelujah. Saints don't wear black in heaven. We're going to get a white robe in heaven. You don't get a black robe. Depression is, is triggered by loss or, or, or deep trouble. And problem seems to be desperate. See, when you're in a bad situation, the enemy will come and he'll try to force you to make a decision. You got to make a decision. Jesus leads. He doesn't force you to make a decision. He'll lead you to the water. Depression, low spirits, dejected, heavy financial burdens, family problems, difficult uh, disappointments can depress a person. Yeah. Depression is dangerous because it often brings about abnormal state of inactivity. Then you become listless and lazy and slow folk. You have a person that, that sit there staring at the space, staring and looking out the window, or sleep all time of the day. Say nothing, don't do nothing. When you're depressed, you lay in the bed. It'd be 12 o'clock in the noon, you're still in the bed. Inside, they feel sadness and, and, and too deep to express, too painful for tears. So depression, the way to get over depression, the Bible says confess your faults one to another. That's why you got to go to a psychologist or somebody, because all they're going to do is sit there and listen to you talk. Yeah. Get it out. Come on, come on, get it up. Speak it out. Get it out. They, killed, uh, they act like they killed Joseph, and they said that Jacob... He said all his sons and daughters rose up to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. He said, for I will go down to my grave mourning my son. He stayed sad all those years. They abused their father so bad by telling this deception and lying that he was in a depressed state all those years. And that's why they didn't, they, when he found out, I, 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 I just skim over this to my time as I bought out 30 Depression leaves a feeling of abandonment. And I won't go on. You can read Psalm 77. Uh, the Psalm said, uh, I, I, I began to moan and groan, but then I considered. I went into the house of the Lord. Then I understood. Sometimes you can go through a lot of stuff, but you got to get to the house of God for God to release you this depression. Depression opens for the door for suicide. These are the steps. After the regression, suppression, depression, then suicide, and the spirit of destruction comes, and the suicide spirit starts saying, why don't you kill yourself? Nobody cares for you. Nobody loves you. You're here all by yourself. If nobody, nobody even calls you, you just need to, why don't you drive your car into a tree? Or why don't you stick your head in the oven? Tell that devil, why don't you stick your head in the oven? <laughs> I'm going to stick my head in. Why don't you shoot, your, shoot yourself? See, the devil can't kill you. He can only suggest that you kill yourself. He doesn't have that kind of power to take you out. Amen? Ahithophel was one. When his counsel wasn't taken uh, about David, he saddled up his donkey, would put his house in order, and he hung himself. That's depression. When you, when you, when you schemed and plotted so long and so long, and then the people don't take your counsel, he got depressed and killed himself. Judas got, this, got depressed because he thought he was going to be the treasurer. With all this money coming into the ministry, I was gonna, he was going to be the treasurer. He's going to force Jesus' hand to be king, and he would be over the treasury. He'll be writing all the checks, y'all stimulus checks and everything. And Judas killed himself for 30 pieces of silver. He became depressed. The progression to suicide, rejection, Dejection, which leads to the depression, which leads to suicide. And then there's other spirits that come 
I'm telling you this there because we're going to have to deal with these people when they come through the door. When God gets through, when he starts pouring out his spirit. All the stuff that people are going through. Despondency, despair, that's why they're out there. Forget coronavirus, we're going to go protest. Kill me in the street. I'm tired of this. Discouragement, defeatism, dejected. I feel helpless, so i got to go out and say something. Death, death wish, insomnia, destruction, fear and failure. All these spirits are working in this area of deception to deceive the nation, to deceive the people, to, 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 to thee. And, and we say it delivers, whether you oppressed, oppressed, oppression means suppressed, to distress, to afflict, to crush, to hold fast, to force, or you have an obsession, a persistent idea. Uh, uh, these people, are, this antifa people are obsessed. We don't want police. We don't want law and order. We want to do whatever we want to do. Give us drugs. <laughs> yep. and leave us alone. Yep. We grew, I grew up in that generation in the 60s. We rebelled. Mm -hmm. Woodstock, marijuana, everybody getting high. Party, 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 free love. Mm -hmm. And we brought the rebellion into the church. And they didn't know deliverance. And so we had a bunch of rebellious folks in the church. And God had to put all the rebellious folks out. Now he's got to bring it back in the right people in. And possession. That's what the enemy does. He comes to possess. To be exercised by a demon. The act of an evil spirit possessing or ruling a person. So you say, well, why, do, why are they killing people? Because they got demons. Why are the policemen shooting people? Because they got demons. Why are the people breaking up windows? And, and, because they got demons. Why are they... You know, wrecking stuff because they got demons. They need deliverance. They, these demons are openly manifesting in our time, in our face. They're manifesting. And then what's scary is these girls out there are worse than the guys. Wow, I said, some of these women, these girls are crazy. I ain't gonna go up there in no policeman's face and challenge him. And I ain't got no weapon. I can't defend myself. So suicide is a choice. This day I call heaven and earth and witness against you that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curse. Now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord your God. Listen to his voice. Hold fast to him for the Lord is your life he will give you many years in the land he swore to give to your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. As I said earlier this year, for God to move, he was going to bring America to his knees. Thank God there were Christians in the midst of those kneeling, praying. Because some of them were kneeling for the wrong thing. Some of them were kneeling.